you're listening to the Urban Yogi Podcast. I'm your host, Will Blunderfield. I'm a psych major, a kundalini yoga teacher, spin instructor, recording artist, and a mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher in training. Join me in this free-flowing conversation, exploring what it means to live with balance in the 21st century. and a proud mother of three teenagers. Her professional career started as a cake designer of elaborate and special occasion cakes under the namesake April Cakes. Her next company, Granola Girl, was founded in 2008 and later incorporated in 2011. The company now services over 300 grocery stores in Western Canada. In 2017, April launched the Granola Girl Foundation, a fundraising platform to provide scholarships for youth in the areas of girl empowerment and entrepreneurship. April is also a co-founder of Serendipity Tea Party and Good in the Hood, heart-based networking events. Since 2015, April has been serving her community as an intuitive coach and startup business consultant. She is passionate about finding spirit, freedom, truth, and love in all the work that she does. Here's my interview with April May Belia. I like your shirt. Thank you. It looks very breathable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to feel hot too much. It's through that. And it's white. I like that it's white. I've been wearing almost exclusively white lately. You know since what? Since I've done the Kundalini. I got that from you. Did you? Since you started having that white party in your launch party, I'm like, yes. I like wearing white. Yes. So I'm more drawn to wearing white, whereas before it was always black. I love wearing white cotton, like things that are natural fibers. I totally feel the difference between like polyester and cotton now. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell energetically if what it is before I even look at the label. And mm-hmm. You just feel so much more grounded. I think yeah. it's important. We want to surround ourselves with things that make us feel good Mm -hmm. with beautiful things and inspiring things Mm -hmm. cut out the things that don't totally i'm just gonna make sure this is recording it's exciting thanks to matthew my brother matthew blunderfield for telling me which equipment to use we have some good little microphones we got so handy it's super handy right we're just in a nice little park quilchena park in vancouver just between classes, I was teaching a yoga class, and April was running some business errands downtown. Yeah. I wonder if they can hear it. Can you guys hear that? I'm sure they can, too. How about we start with a little meditation? Awesome. Yeah. Let's take a deep breath. And sigh it out. It's this mantra from Kundalini Yoga, Ong Namo Gurudev Namo which helps you tap into the wisdom of your heart. So let's sing that three times. Rub the palms together. Bring them to your heart. Inhale. Om Namo Gurudev Namo Om And then inhale. 
squeeze the anus, sex organ, navel point. And exhale. Very good. Very, very good. <laughs> I feel like we should have practiced that mantra. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> so we can harmonize. <laughs> no, it was nice. It was kind of like a, a discordant. Yeah, <laughs> like a flat. Very, yeah, it was a very new, modern and, like and postmodern. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's always that one in the class, right? Yes, true that. True that. <laughs> oh no, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Tell me about your tattoo. You have a rainbow tattoo. On your leg. It's a feather. Beautiful. Yeah. What does it signify? Well, um, actually, it's a cover-up. Oh, I used to have a fish, like a tropical fish, which I got when I was living in the Philippines. Wow. And that was when, you know, all, like, the tribal tattoos were coming out, and I thought it was quite harsh and strong. And I'm like, I'll just get something cute, like a fish. Nice. But it was tribal. And then I felt like... I've outgrown it for a long time Mm -hmm. and was trying to decide, you know, what can I do to get it to cover up? And I always knew I wanted a feather tattoo to signify angels, that our angels are always around us and to remind us that they're constantly there and we all just need to call on them for whatever we need. Mm -hmm. And so I worked with this one tattoo artist um, and she came up with this design and she goes, that's what I can do to cover it up and make it look as natural and cool. Yeah, it looks good. really good. I didn't even realize that it was a cover up. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And I love the rainbow. Speaking of rainbow, it's pride season. Yep, yep. For me, it's all about human pride. I told that um, in my album launch. It's not about gay, straight pride, it's just about being mm-hmm. proud of being a human. This mm-hmm. is a very blessed incarnation that we have as humans. I think the Buddhists say it's like a very, very, very beautiful incarnation to have and it's rare so we need to enjoy it yeah I'm all about inclusivity Mm. I just you know when you're at a party and someone's kind of off by themselves Mm -hmm. and you feel bad and you want to say like hey come join the party or join our conversation Mm because I don't know I think when you host events or host anything at your home you just want everyone to feel comfortable and safe yeah and that they can be themselves Totally. Why would you want anything else? Yes. And that's actually kind of why I wanted to interview you is you are such a good community builder and you make people feel welcome and you help connect people in a way that nobody else I know can. You're like, oh, this would be a really good person to meet if you want to do this. And even with my album cover, I was like, do you know anybody who could help me make a really nice album cover? You're like, Joel, Joel Katsiola, Joel Katsiolka. And uh, <laughs> it was t- so awesome. Like he made my face glow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was so cool. So thank you for the connections you've given me. How did you start? You said you used to start by making cakes? Like your entrepreneur yes. career? I, uh, I took a wedding cake course in 1999. And then after my own wedding, um, I started a wedding cake business, making cakes for people in Vancouver. Hmm. And I knew that making cakes and being creative was a talent Mm-hmm. And it became a passion, but really what that passion turned into was having meetings with people who were getting married and having consultations to talk about their cake and mm. all the preparations that come with planning like a huge event, like a huge life event. 
And I felt really honored to be part of that. Nice. Like it was someone's really big day and I got to, you know, make their cake and feed like a hundred or five hundred or a thousand people. Wow. So I thought that was really special that something that I created would bring joy to people. Yeah. And I think now I say food is my love language. Cool. I feel like no matter who you are, especially in Vancouver, you can connect to anyone yeah. when you talk about food. Yes. Because we're all such foodies at heart. Yeah. And when did you start Granola Girl? I started Granola Girl because I was exploring healthier eating options, working with a personal trainer. Is that Peter? No, it's actually Josh. Oh, Josh okay. Smith. Josh Smith. Yeah. I was thinking Peter Ellingson, who's a great personal trainer in Vancouver as well. Oh, yeah. He's the current trainer. Nice. Josh was the trainer back then in like 2007. And uh, he would introduce me to like new superfoods like goji berries and hemp hearts. And he's like, hey, you're like the best baker that I know. So why don't you take these ingredients and make like a granola bar? And this would be a really good post-workout snack for mm. my clients or your friends. So I took on the challenge and it was really, it was actually a challenge to turn it to a bar without adding more sugar. Mm. So at the end of the day, you know, all of us would be eating granola crumbs mm. and we just kept it as that and I'd give it out to friends and they're like, this is awesome. This tastes really good. It's not too sweet. I can eat this all the time. And I'm like, great. And they, they said they couldn't go back to other granolas that felt like overly sweet. Yeah, that's how I felt when honey. I first tasted your granola. Yeah. I remember I sent you a message on Facebook because like <laughs> it was just... It's so comforting. Like, I really like to have it at the end of the day. It's like yeah. a midnight snack sometimes, and it just yeah. makes me feel so loved. I don't um, know what you put in it, but it's <laughs> besides good just love. Juju. <laughs> yeah, like, I really do feel it. And um, after a stressful long day, I just eat it, and I just feel so, and I can just go right to bed. Yeah, so yeah thank it's you nice for that, that you product. say that because I never thought of that at the beginning, but it did turn into an intentional product. Hmm. Like, it became a vehicle for me to reach others besides just making a granola to put on shelves, it became, you know, my way to introduce myself to other people and... Nice. And by the way, before you, not to interrupt you, but yeah. before, for the listeners, where can they get it? Where can they try it if they haven't had it? They can get it from Save On Foods, London Drugs, Whole Foods Choices. We're in about 300 retailers across BC and Western Canada. That's fantastic. Congratulations. And if they're vegan, you can get it from Vegan Supply and they'll mail it anywhere in the world. Nice. So and vegan Supply, like vegansupply.com. I know it's .ca. a store. .ca. Vegansupply.ca. Yeah. And um, for the listeners, it's a beautiful packaging. There's hearts on it and it's pink and it says the granola girl. So you can't miss it. It's actually got the pattern of the ingredients on the front is mm. um, takes after my soul blueprint. Oh. And that was created by a good friend, Baljeet, Lotus Destiny. Nice. I love and her. So, that, so that, that bag is essentially a piece of me in your home. Nice. Uh, on your kitchen counter. Truly, yeah. 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 And you came up with the recipe all yourself? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. That's so cool. You seem so goddamn young. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you told me that you're, you're in your 40s, but like, to yeah. me, you seem like you're in your 30s, late 20s maybe even. Yeah. And you hang out with a lot of young, like younger folks. You seem to get along with us. I feel youngins. like I'm frozen in time, <laughs> yeah. like at the age of 32. Because well, I saw a picture of you when you were actually 20 or 25. And like, to, quite honestly, you look younger now than mm. you did then. I don't know 
Because then I had babies. Oh. <laughs> I was like a stressed out mom of three new babies before oh. I was 30. Oh my gosh. Wow. So I think that could age you. Pa and now perhaps, my babies yeah. are like teenagers, so maybe I'm reverse aging. That could be it. <laughs> and you were saying something about you're doing a certain kind of diet now, like a certain um, fasting plan. Tell, yeah. me, tell me more about that. Um, so when I started working with Peter, our trainer and uh, really good friend who's also a nutritionist, I said, you know, I really want to take care of my body. I want to prevent getting diabetes because that runs in my family and I have high blood pressure. So um, I tried, you know, a lot of things. I think I've struggled with weight pretty much my entire adult life. Mm. And um, it was really difficult when someone would say, oh, why don't you just cut out sugar? Why don't you be vegan? Why don't you be vegetarian? And I'm a meat eater. But with intermittent fasting, it became a good way of eating that wasn't restrictive. Hmm. So it was restrictive in the, t in, in the time that I could eat. And so I just started you know, fasting for about 12 hours hmm. and then I'd have a later breakfast and I'd eat in the span of um, you know 12 hours fasting 12 hours eating and then over time I would shrink the time I was able to eat hmm. so then I would eat from 10 to 8 and then 10 in the morning till 6 p.m. I wouldn't eat after 6 and it became 12 to 6 and then I would push myself a little more and be like, hmm, I wonder if I could have my first meal at 2 p.m. Hmm. And it's not easy, but your body gets used to it. My, my student, Ashley Festing. Hi, Ashley, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. She goes, she's, she, she's a night owl, but she gets up and then she'll just have like green tea until 2 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I can have water or liquids like tea. And then my main meal will be between 3 and 6 p.m. Nice. But... You know, I could do that maybe five days a week really well. Cool. And, of course, on the weekends, there's, like, dinners night. and yeah. <laughs> galas. You're a socialite. And, you, uh, you've invited me to some of the most fabulous events. That yeah. event at the Vancouver Club with Ryan Yada and all those lovely ladies. That, that networking event was glorious. And then that beautiful uh, yoga event with Ryan Lear and Xavier Rudd last weekend. Oh, yeah on a Sunday morning at the Olympic Plaza. That was and so gorgeous. Turf. And turf. <laughs> just Turf, the new restaurant where Hell's Kitchen used to be in Kitsilano. That was such a beautiful place. I think I get bored place. easily. Do you? Yeah. Well, I think that you just have spiced up my life so much. Because uh. I've always want like, I never know, like, what's the best event to go to? <laughs> I'm a yoga teacher. Where do I hang out? 1181 on Davie Street? No, that's so 2011. <laughs> Not to say that 1181 is bad, but just for me, you <laughs> know, I don't really drink. You know, it's, oh, it's yeah. a fun little... Club. It's not much dancing, but more sort of like chilling, just being fabulous. But, um, you know, you've shown me some really cool hotspots, and I do have to say Turf is an amazing one. Um, it's, it's a part fitness studio, part boutique, and this amazing cafe. And after we did this really hardcore boot camp circuit class together, where they had us like running up and down the street and lifting weights and jumping on one foot, um, I went up and had some nice salmon, nice little mm. salmon salad, and it was so awesome. good. Yeah, wild-caught salmon. So I, I have to say turf is a, a new favorite. I love finding those events where you don't have to drink. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost a lot. You yeah. have tons of fun. Yeah. And you invite your friends because you know they're going to have fun. Yeah. And how do you find them? Where do you hear about them usually? 
because I have great friends, because mm. they know great people like yourself. So it's, it's usually word of mouth. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, or I just get invited. Nice. I get invited because people know what I like, mm -hmm. and if it involves some physical activity, some social time, mm -hmm. good food, then I think that makes for a really it's good invite. It's a shoe in, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And once in a while, we like to get fancy and, yeah. you know, go to the casino or hotel just to yeah. switch it up a bit and get out of our yoga pants. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and go to the lobby lounge. We love the lobby lounge at yeah. the Pac Ram Baby. Yeah. It's where it's at. And then tell, tell us more about your event, um, Good in the Hood, on August 22nd. Yes. Speaking of Amazeballs events. Yeah. So um, Good in the Hood started a year ago as a fundraising event so that Granola Girl can be recognized as a social enterprise where we give back to the community, where we host fundraisers, and we nice. get to allocate those funds to local charities and nonprofits. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And these are the smaller guys that nobody really hears about, but I know they're doing great stuff in the city, mm -hmm. um, especially around youth empowerment Good. or female entrepreneurship. So um, pretty much I just curate. I curate a lot of products, services, and people that I love, hmm. and we showcase them by giving them a vendor table, and I don't even charge vendor table rates hmm. because it's not about making money. It's about get, giving them the exposure to a community that if they love Granola Girl, I know they're going to love supported soul yoga mats or right. um, uh, awesome swimwear or mala beads and mm -hmm. coaches and healers and intuitive um, angel card readers. What do you do when, it's kind of off topic, but kind of on topic, what do you do mm -hmm. when you might have certain family members or certain friends who are a little bit more traditional, a little bit more sort of um, M-O-R, middle of the road, not mm -hmm. that it's a good or a bad thing, and then they, they, they see you, you know, doing a tarot reading and going to like a healer who starts like singing a shark song to you and like being like, <laughs> you need this crystal. And yeah. like, um, how do you respond to some of your friends or family members who are a little bit more traditional in their views? So the events are always an invitation. It, there's a very detailed write-up of what it's about. And I invite everybody and everyone is welcome. It's family friendly. And... Uh, I say it's an invitation and in not only the event, but into my life and everything that I'm in love with, that I'm involved with and people that I love. And for those who aren't ready, I think there's still something for everyone. I mean, mm. yoga is becoming so much more mainstream. True so that. if they're there to come for the yoga class and they happen to see someone talking about spirit animals or making right. crystals out of malas, um, perhaps the yoga it's a, can good be a good gateway. Bridger. And yeah. even yoga, I, I was talking to a yoga teacher she said she was teaching in Vancouver in the 70s and the police came and tried to shut the yoga class down wow, like, like it was what a is cult. this cult yeah What's, why are you guys doing this breathing I don't get it why yeah. are you singing this chanting yeah. and she actually had to go to city hall and do a presentation on what yoga was to allow the city to allow her to um to yeah. teach so I think yeah sometimes things just take a moment to be accepted and when things are new or different people are like what is that and that's why the events are so important because many of the people who come probably don't feel accepted by their friends and family and feel like mm. they have to hide. And I know I did, uh, or I had to tone it down mm. for certain people who either they didn't get it or they weren't ready or they weren't open. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so yoga makes it a lot more accessible. Mm -hmm. I think it normalizes everyone, I mean, who wants to be normal, but anyways, it makes it more yeah, mainstream. It bridges it. 
And maybe if this is a time where people are realizing that prescription medication or traditional counseling is not helping a situation. Mm-hmm. And that there's often that more there's to alternatives. the piece, and sometimes the allopathic model is just treating a symptom rather than looking at the root cause of something. Exactly. Because I've done the healing. I've done the healing work. I've worked with a lot of healers, and, and I know for myself that, you know, you could go through a year or two of counseling that can actually be condensed into maybe one to three sessions with an energy mm-hmm. healer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like to get myself out of depression, to mm-hmm. you know, help with relationships. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing in First Nations cultures oftentimes like the talk therapy, to yeah. the sh- that was just a very small part of the whole picture of healing somebody. And oftentimes they would say, when's the last time you sang? When's the last time you yeah. danced? When was the last time you were enthralled by stories? Yeah, inspired. Inspired. And creative, yeah. yeah. And our bodies are 60% water, just like the earth is 60% water and responds to frequency, vibration. And so, you know, for example, in the, in the realm of like homophobia, I, I, there's higher rates of suicide, there's higher rates of disease, there's higher mm-hmm. rates of alcohol abuse and drug abuse in, in the gay community. And I kind of go, well, I mean, no shit. I mean, look at all the hate and negativity that oftentimes gets projected onto individuals. Just last week, one of my students said that his co-worker, a young man, was kicked out of his house and disowned by his parents for just coming out as gay. Yep. And then you have to wonder, well, what effect does that have on the water content of that dude's body? Oh, yeah. Right? Because that, what's Ir- Iwamoto? Dr. Iwamoto did um, studies on water molecules and he had one vase of water that said love and mm-hmm. one vase that said fear or hate, ugly, different mm-hmm. ones. And then he would have people walk by and project either love or fear onto these different containers of water and then he analyzed the water underneath the microscope and the patterns like under the ugly one it was so chaotic and Hmm. yeah versus the crystallization that happened in the jar of water that said love did it so beautiful become like more acidic or like did it affect the ph i wonder because that could be like you know cancerous totally if you've got an acidic body and you're just filling it with hate and And negative i remember like being chased up the street and people were throwing eggs at my family's house and writing fag on our the side because I was the, the only boy in choir. And I remember I would always get tonsillitis, yeah. like at least five times a year. Okay. And when I finally came out and I just owned it, I stopped getting tonsillitis and I hardly ever get sick anymore. Find your voice. Yeah, like finding your voice. So, yeah, I think it all Found relates. It. I'm, yeah, I mean, we're all a work <laughs> in progress. And that's what I love about your events and what you do is you, you provide different modalities for people to find their voice and to basically, at the end of the day, allow the water content of their body to crystallize in a loving way. Yes. Whether it's through Reiki or whether it's through um, astrology. Yeah. You know, there's so many different ways of healing and ways of connecting to ourselves and the world around us that you've exposed me to. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I did always have this belief that when you encounter someone, when you have an interaction, that hopefully they always leave feeling better mm. or lighter or brighter. Mm. That's good. Rather than... Who'd you learn that from? That's good. I don't know. I just want... I like that intention. Yeah. People leaving our More in a loving frequency. Otherwise, why bother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why True. be with people who make yeah. you feel bad? True that. <laughs> Sometimes I Out think people's obligation. comfort zone yeah. is to feel a certain amount of being pinched off from source energy or to feel a little bit scared like for me I've realized you know because of my past and being bullied I my comfort zone is actually a little bit of fear so 
relaxing into joy is my journey. Mm -hmm. um, Brené Brown calls it foreboding joy. It's like you start mm -hmm. to feel joy and then you go, oh, but what if my kids get in a car accident? You know what I mean? Yes, you sabotage yourself. Yeah, you sabotage the joy that you're, you're experiencing. So I'm learning to sort of relax into a state of joy and let that be my new normal. Yeah, yeah. I think when someone told me it's actually a choice, ah. joy and happiness is a yeah. choice. Like you can stay in your grief and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. But the moment you decide you need to change that situation yeah there's a choice empower yourself yeah you don't mm. have to stay there exactly it's your choice to stay there yeah and once you get a glimpse of bliss a whiff of bliss yeah. you go well this feels way better than moping and bitching about the problem mm -hmm. so it's like okay i'm just going to stay there mm -hmm. how do you want to be and how do you want to show up right do you have any sort of daily intention that you set in the morning i used to have this one it's a good one to go back to. I, my alarm would go off in the morning and um, there would be this uh, in the notes. It says, today's going to be an amazing day. Nice. Like, Simple. Choose to be happy. Nice. Let me just check the time because I'm teaching soon. And I know you have some errands to run. It's 11.17. Yay, we got about 10 minutes, about 8 minutes. Yep, yeah. perfect. Sweet. Yeah. Tell me about um, Truffel. Hmm. Yeah. Trafel is another modality to empower mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. And for this area, it's about owning your sensual desires. I like that. And it's giving women a platform or a forum to talk about sex in a fun way without shaming or mm. feeling guilty or saying like, like or, yeah, or like, saying like, I'm into that. I do those things. And these are regular people like moms mm -hmm. in our community. It's like, you know, sometimes people have the most fun and the best conversations when the topic is around sex. Mm -hmm. But for some reason it gets shut down because you're like, oh, that's taboo. Or we shouldn't be talking about this. Like we're mothers for God's sake. Well, it's interesting but if it's you're like a human. heterosexual man and you're like talking with your bros, yeah, yeah. this chick and the, that's kind of lauded and celebrated in our society. But if you're a gay dude or if you're a woman, it's kind of like, no, you're a slut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can't talk about it. So it's an interesting kind of dichotomy, but I think it's breaking down slowly. And I think what you're doing with Trafel is, is helping that. So we have these fun PJ parties and it's honestly like when it just revolves around the topic of sex that people don't get to talk about, now it feels so liberating. It's like, wow, why have I been holding back? Mm. Why can't we talk about this with our friends in public? Because we don't want to know what's happening behind their closed doors or, but I think it's a way for us to connect with each other and we'll see a lot of common ground nice. too. And then there's the education component where it's like, what is your sex type? Mm. You know, are you an attractor? Are you a sensualist? Are you like, are you one of those touchy feely talky people? Or are you just like, no, it's all physical. Like I'm just into the is body. Is that the work of Miss Jaya? No, this is Petra. Her name is Petra. Petra. She, she's the one who um, developed the program and we turned it into like a fun game of discovering what is your sex type. Is there a certain website that listeners can go to, to to find out their love, their sex type? I can't remember it off the top, but we'll I would just notes. invite them to the next Trafel event. Awesome. Which can would they be just in August go onto well. Facebook and type in T-R-U-F-E-L-L-E? -L -L -E exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Go on Facebook. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Where else? And can... I think it's a it's a good um, alternative to drinking. Yes. It's like taking the equivalent of two or three glasses of wine. Yes. And you pop. Now the, oh, we haven't actually said what truffles are. They're yeah. like yummy little chocolates. Vegan and they have low, chocolates. Low dose of a. I was gonna say DMT. That's not right. Um, THC. Cannabis. Yes. A little bit of THC in there. Microdose. Microdose. That's cool. Yeah, you can't OD on it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I don't think anyone can OD on cannabis. I don't think so. But anyways, that's just like another... In the, in the Kundalini training, they're like, no, like, all drugs are bad. And, but I'm like, you know what? I think that everybody has to find their own balance of what works for them and, and makes them feel tuned in, tapped and turned on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, anytime you become sort of militaristic about a certain view, I think that, that in and of itself isn't the most open-minded way to live. So I'm mm. open to all different views and try anything try, try anything yeah <laughs> microdose and psilocybin <laughs> plus you're with me and yeah. i'm not going to do anything too crazy <laughs> so i think you're safe exactly yeah you're all safe very good <laughs> well speaking of getting high do you want to finish with a breath exercise yes yeah how about we do um, love it. this one's called aura charger or ego eradicator okay <clears throat> and basically you just curl your fingers uh so that they're touching the tops of your palms then you plug your thumbs into the sky at 60 degrees. So your arms are nice and straight at a 60 degree angle. A little higher. Yeah, perfect. And then you just pump your belly in. So the navel point is about two to three fingers widths below the belly button. You're just pumping that point in. It's not a snap, it's more of a loving pump. So inhale, set up nice and tall. Exhale, the nose begin. Take a deep breath, bring your thumbs together, stretch your fingers up, hold the breath, squeeze the rectum, sex organ, navel point, encouraging the kundalini energy to travel up the spine, out the crown of the head. Like a beautiful shower around you. And then exhale, sweep your aura, bring your hands down slowly, all the way, and tense your fingers on the ground. Thank you. We're going to have to have you on the show again for a longer interview, but I appreciate you being my first guest. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, and it's an honor. Thank you, dear. And thank you for the name. April came up with the name Urban Yogi. Perfect. And I was so surprised. Nobody's used that name yet in podcast land. Because it's meant for you. Yay! Yes! It's your destiny. It's my destiny. (laughs) I'm so excited. My brother Matthew has a beautiful architecture podcast. Um, He's based out of London, England with his wife, and it's called... Scaffold, the nice. Scaffold po- uh, podcast with Matthew Blunderfield. So check out that to uh, listeners if you're into architecture and beautiful things and design. And I look forward to tuning in next week with a lady named Kathy Scott, who April introduced me to. And she used to be, she's one of the key hosts of 95.3, Z95.3 when it first started. Um, and she's just a lovely, a lovely lady as well who leads cacao journeys. And she's, I would say she's like a spiritual healer now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she totally yeah. looks like a regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no hippie clothes. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for her, she's got some nice blue streaks. That, oh, yeah. that's, I like that too. She's anyway, cool. thank you so much, April. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Satnam. Satnam. 
I'll leave you with a track off my new record, Wild Horses. This song is called Mul Mantra Reprise, and it features Nova Mujajic. The mantra in English means we're here to learn to love each other and ourselves, and we are all one. Yeah.